Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We have uh, literally hundreds of police officers working around the state of Maine uh, to investigate this case, to locate Mr. Card, who again is a person of interest. Numerous deaths, dozens injured after a, a mass shooting. This is in Lewiston, Maine. As police tell people to stay inside their homes with the doors locked while they search for this killer. What we know about the man wanted. Nearly two dozen seniors still not able to go home this morning after a fire at their apartment building in Cahokia Heights, Illinois. The challenge firefighters had rescuing those residents. Metal plates put up to keep vagrants out. That's the famous bar building in downtown St. Louis. But once they were put up, immediately they were taken down by the city of St. Louis. Tell you why. It is Thursday, October 26. Welcome back. You are watching The Power of Two at 6 a.m. I'm John Pertzborn. I'm Blair Lede. Six o'clock right now, we begin with our top story. At least 16 people are dead, more than 50 hurt after a couple of mass shootings across Lewiston, Maine. That's about 35 miles uh, northwest of Portland, Maine. Police are still searching for 40 year old Robert Card, who authorities named as a person of interest. He is considered armed and dangerous. Authorities say he has a background as a trained firearms instructor at an Army Reserve Training Center in Maine and was recently treated at a mental health facility, said he was hearing voices. Residents and businesses in Lewiston and nearby Lisbon and Auburn, Maine, have been advised to lock their doors and shelter in place. Lewiston Public School Superintendent canceled classes for today. Officers are searching multiple locations where the shootings took place, including a bowling alley and a bar and grill. The FBI is assisting Maine State Police with the investigation. We have uh, literally hundreds of police officers working around the state of Maine. When there's an active shooter event, a mass casualty such as this tragedy, there are all hands on deck. You've got multiple law enforcement agencies, locally, federally. Everyone has a different role and responsibility. President Biden told Maine's governor and senators the state has the full support of the federal government as the investigation continues. We'll have continuing coverage of this story. It's on our website at fox2now.com and the Fox 2 Now app. A 601 right now giving you some uh, looks at your forecast right now, a closer look uh, at home. This is our Together Credit Union roof cam as you get your morning started out. We got Angela Huddy giving us a look at that forecast on this Thursday. You still got some rain on the radar? Yeah, we do. And I think that rain will push a little more eastward into the St. Louis area later on this morning. So as you're stepping out the door right now, you may have seen it there from the roof camera. A lot of clouds, but we're dry for now. I do think those spots of rain are around through the late afternoon or late morning and early afternoon time frames. Again, for now, some sprinkles trying to show up along and north of I-44, but that's really not making its way to the ground. But grab the umbrella, the rain jacket out the door to the bus stop this morning. Temperatures are in the low to mid 60s, so another very comfortable start. We have another warm day on tap. 
Those scattered showers this afternoon and temperatures getting into the upper 70s. One more warm day to go. One more day of spotty showers, but a potent cold front is on the way. The major changes for the weekend and beyond coming up in just a couple of minutes. Right now, here's Amelia. Yep, and we are still seeing a little bit of slowdowns on 270. This is going to be in the eastbound direction in North County. So kind of near Dunn and also near West Florissant, that's where we're going to see the most slowdowns. Of course, this is mainly where all that construction is, so no surprises there. But I just want to let you know as you get out the door this morning, overall, we're looking really good. So by state areas, Illinois, Missouri, you all are moving and no traffic incidents reported at this time. Blair and John. Well, one person is dead. Many others had to be rescued. And uh, this all because of a fire at a senior living complex in Cahokia Heights, Illinois. Now this morning, many of those people are displaced and investigators are searching for a cause of the fire. The Barb 2's Chris Renier is live in Cahokia Heights with the very latest developments. Chris. Blair and John, good morning to both of you. We are just outside of the Cahokia Heights Fitness and Community Center here on Camp Jackson Road. 20 of the displaced residents from that fire are staying inside the center now in the gym. Others are staying at a wing of the Touche Regional Hospital, which is right by that senior apartment building. A news conference set to take place here at 11 o'clock this morning, where authorities are slated to talk more about the fire and these emergency shelters set up for the residents. Firefighters getting the call at the Touche Elderly Apartments on Bond Avenue in Cahokia Heights about 2.30 yesterday afternoon. That facility is only about 10 minutes or so from our location here. The Camp Jackson Fire Chief Chris Davis says when his crews got to the scene just a couple of minutes after the fire call came out, they were met with heavy smoke coming from the second floor of the building. The fire quickly growing to five alarms with more than 40 firefighters from 12 departments responding. Davis says more than 50 residents were rescued. Tragically, one resident did die, five others treated at the scene. Davis says the resident who died was a woman who went into cardiac arrest. Crews started CPR and took her to the hospital, which is right next door there, but tragically, she did not survive. We spoke just minutes ago with a resident from the building who was on the third floor when the fire started. 72-year-old Willie Merritt, tells me her caretaker helped to get her out under some terrifying circumstances. Yeah, smoke out in the hall enough to make your eyes water and and coming down the stairs there was smoke all the way from the third floor to the first floor and when we got down to the first floor hall we were all the way at the end of the building and so we had to come down the hall which I could hardly see it was so much smoke just a frightening story for Willie that you just relayed to me moments ago the Red Cross is here this morning helping these residents with things like their medications which may have gotten left behind when they had to evacuate from that building yesterday the state fire marshal has been called in to help find a cause for this fire. At this point, it is unclear when residents like Willie might be able to go back to their homes. For now, live in Cahokia Heights, I'm Chris Fernier. Thank you, Chris. It is 6.06 .06 right now. Well, one day after having metal plates installed to save the former famous bar building in downtown St. Louis, the plates are gone. The Power of Two's Andy Banker finds out why the city had them removed. 
Metal plates that were installed along an entire city block of the Railway Exchange Building have now been removed a day later, another step back for the 1.2 million square foot architectural gem, the former famous bar department store, which St. Louis just won't give up on. We're seeing a lot of public pressure and a lot of interest in saving the Railway Exchange. It's one of our city's largest buildings and obviously one of the most iconic and beautiful pieces of architecture in our city. The 110-year-old building has been plagued by looters since Macy's closed its store here 10 years ago. There have been fires and the death of Fire Department K-9 Balco from a fall during a search of the building. The St. Louis Development Corporation and Greater St. Louis Inc. came up with a plan to spend up to $100,000 on metal plates to better secure the structure as the city uses condemnation and perhaps eminent domain proceedings to wrestle control of the property from absentee owners in Florida. City officials say the contractor, Dawes Vacant Property Security of Chicago, installed the plates without first consulting police and firefighters who weren't sure how to get past the plates in the event of yet another emergency. Public Safety Director Charles Coyle's office issued a statement saying only that St. Louis Development Corp, his department, and Greater St. Louis, Inc., are going back to the drawing table for ensuring the railway exchange building remains secure. There's still no comment on who pays for the plate's installation and sudden removal. Well, St. Louis Board of Aldermen's Committee of Whole, of the Whole, met virtually yesterday to discuss ideas for spending money received from the NFL Rams settlement. They've been discussing this for a long time. The city received about $250 million over the Rams' move to Los Angeles. They shared some of the feedback citizens have already offered and heard more feedback on how to spend the money. Some ideas include uh, implementing traffic calming measures, creating apprenticeship programs, and offering aftercare programs. Another idea, let the money earn interest. What this idea is about is not spending the money right away, but instead investing it in a higher yield fund and um, taking either, um, there's different variation and ideas submitted here, but either only um, taking from the interest or um, having the fund sit for a number of years to in order to double it. Isn't that what you'd do with your money if you had it sitting around? To find a link where you can share your ideas as this process tries to move forward, head to our website at fox2now.com. Well, St. Louis Mayor Tashara Jones tested positive for COVID after returning late Tuesday night from a conference in Baltimore. She is fully vaccinated, though, and boosted. She's having mild symptoms, so she'll be working from home for the next four days. Mayor Jones also announced more than $26 million is invested this month to create affordable house opportunities, um, provide necessary social services, and also improve infrastructure throughout the city.